The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Otherwise, you will have no recompense from your heavenly Father. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, to win the praise of others. Amen, I say to you. They have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right is doing, so that your almsgiving may be secret, and your Father, who sees in secret, will repay you. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on street corners, so that others may see them. Amen, I say to you. They have received their reward. But when you pray, go to your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. They neglect their appearance so that they may appear to others to be fasting. Amen, I say to you. They have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you may not appear to be fasting except to your Father who is, in, who is hidden and your Father who sees what is hidden will repay you. The Gospel of the Lord. It's always amazing to see how full the church is on Ash Wednesday. It is the one non-obligatory day of the year that everybody seems to come to Mass. Sometimes more people come to Ash Wednesday than to Holy Days of Obligation. And there's a mystery in that, really. Like, why are we here today? So we get to put big ash. Sometimes I wonder if we actually really like Ash Wednesday because it reminds us that we're a sinner. That we come forward and the ashes are placed on our forehead and we're told, remember that you are dust and to dust you shall return. So many people, so many of us in the church We identify more readily as a sinner than we do as somebody who is resurrected, 
at least in our hearts. It's a strange kind of dichotomy. Sometimes I talk to people and they're super involved in church and they outwardly seem like really faithful people, but then inwardly they condemn themselves because they were once a sinner in college. What is the biggest obstacle to your spiritual life? Well, I wasn't a very good person when I was in college, Father. And they continue to live their life in the church, and yet they hate the version of themselves that they were in college. And this is a day when they get to kind of identify with that. But that kind of a split is not consistent with the gospel. What's consistent with the gospel is that Jesus died for our sins in order to heal us. He who knew no sin became sin, St. Paul says, so that we ourselves might become the righteousness of God in Him so that we could be glorified. And if you are one of those people who has a difficult time allowing our Lord to completely transform you to be- and believing that Jesus loves that version of you, 19-year-old version of you, then this is a day to begin that process of transformation. Because this whole season of Lent is a preparation for us to renew our baptismal promises. With its earliest observance, Lent was a fast that was taken on by those who would enter the church through baptism at Easter. And so they would fast for 40 days, recall the fact that they're a sinner, and kind of focus on that for 40 days until the day that our Lord would enter into their life through the sacrament of baptism and transform them. And so for that person who's about to be baptized, it truly is this identification with I'm a sinner. And I hate being this person. But it's a preparation for our Lord to glorify that person at Easter. And then through the history of the church, the entire church started to fast with those who would enter the church at baptism. And then we all renew our baptismal promises. And so today is this first day of preparation for all of us to renew our baptismal promises at Easter and to re-experience that mercy of our Lord at Easter. To allow him to continue that transformation process in our hearts as we renew those promises and celebrate the resurrection at Easter. And so keeping that in mind is so important as we begin our Lenten observance. Because whatever fasting that you've decided to take on during this Lent, 
is meant to be a preparation for that transformation. A preparation for that transformation. It's not simply fasting for the sake of fasting. But it's making space in our life so that our Lord can continue to heal in us whatever needs to be healed. So our Lord can continue to transform that sinful part of our hearts that perhaps is still weighing us down in our spiritual life. To focus on letting those things go. To letting those resentments go. To letting that self-condemnation go. During this season, we re-enter that period of preparation. That period of preparation for our own conversions. And during this year of mercy, it's fitting that all of us focus especially on our own conversion during this Lenten season. that we focus on whatever it is in us that is not yet transformed and allowing our Lord to transform it. So that as we do renew those baptismal promises at Easter, as we celebrate the great feast of divine mercy in this year of mercy, we may truly be transformed and we may truly identify at that point with our resurrected lives. And so today, as we prepare to come forward, let us pray for the grace to bring to our Lord whatever it is that needs healing, that needs transformation, and that this Lenten season may truly be for us a sort of school of our Lord's mercy. And that when we celebrate that resurrection at Easter, it will indeed be the beginning of a new, more fruitful, more joyful experience of our Christian life.